I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in. It's hour number two of VSIN Bet Center on a Saturday night in Las Vegas. We're your place for live college basketball betting updates as we get ready for a big selection Sunday. Still, though, a number of tickets yet to be punched as we welcome you back with Jeff Parles, Ben Wilson with you. Je- I mean, Jeff, though, you're betting everything, not just no, college basketball. I, I, you got an NHL parlay tonight. I, I mean, I, I, what, what do you what to today? Today, today's, today's card was significantly lower than it's been, obviously, because there's a lot less games. Yeah, no today. more 140 games. We don't have slate. a 61 day, a 61 game slate like we did on Thursday, where or that it was just basically a rapid fire the whole day, just trying to figure out what to play and what not to play, but. No, look, uh, we're we're sweating the Kraken right now Uh-oh. in overtime of Blue Two. Don't let Matt Brown know you're doing uh, that. No, I trust me. I know. I know Matt Brown uh, despises <laughs> the Seattle Kraken for whatever reason. Which maybe I'll be joining the club by the end of the night. I don't know. So. We're all about inside jokes here that nobody else so, knows. Yeah. Be, but but uh, one but, of our hosts hates the Kraken for reasons that are unknown. But uh, but more importantly, though, Ben, this game in Brooklyn is the biggest thing right now because ACC title game. Because yeah. Virginia Tech's up eight with under twelve minutes to go. On top of Vatek shooting the lights out, Duke is not really playing any defense. As Vatek actually misses a shot as we're watching there. This is, as we mentioned earlier, this is gigantic from tournament standards because if Vatek wins, then more than likely knocks someone out of the bubble mix. Vatek probably, who knows what the committee will do, but Vatek, if they lose this game, ending up in Dayton would not be a surprise to anyone at this point. If you're new to what I'm talking about, Dayton, of course, would be the first four. Mm-hmm. But for Duke, with the way that this all broke down here, Duke playing for the highest two seed is still in play here. If they were to win this game, it would not shock me if they hopped both Auburn and Kentucky. With the with the Cats going out today, Auburn going out yesterday, I don't think that would be right. But knowing how the committee can operate from time to time, it wouldn't shock me. But down A right now, the Blue Devils are, and that's a, a big deal. And then just down the road from us, Ben, UCLA, uh, after a really sluggish-looking start, really outplayed Arizona. They're out-physicaling phys- out them then, and it's uh, 28-24 with under three and a half to go at T-Mobile. Yeah, look, two uh, two games that have a, a lot of seeding implications. That That is for sure, and some at the top of the bracket, some like with Vatek. Just trying to get in. As far as the live lines, if you're interested here in betting, as we uh, we check the old handy dandy odds board, there is UCLA and Arizona, where we're seeing UCLA most markets now laying a point and a half live 
uh, 140, some 140 and a half still out there as well. Meanwhile, in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center, where they go to the under 12 media timeout, Vatek up eight and a four or four and a half point favorite live uh, in that spot against Duke. So that will be, uh, that'll be interesting to watch. And what our, our, our tracker has basically been three point shooting from Vatek, Jeff, they were seven to 10 first half, uh, two of four second half. So it is, it is really continued nine of 14 now for the game uh, is Virginia tech. And we'll, we'll see. It's going to be, it's going to get squirrely down the stretch for the, the legions of people who bet Duke just to win the ACC tournament at a short minus price, minus one thirty to minus one thirty five. They were laying a five and a half or six coming out in that one. So it'll be interesting down the stretch as we have a chance to Jeff, we'll get your, we'll sprinkle in your thoughts on tomorrow's conference tournament title games, because we still have a lot yep. to be decided tomorrow. The 15 conference title games today. Uh, we'll, we'll turn the page a little bit later what we get to tomorrow, but also want to get your reactions to the games already uh, that have concluded today. And just, and just your thoughts here going forward, because we try to as betters kind of sort out in our minds where we, where we stand on these teams going in. We've had a lot of interesting conference tournament games earlier today as we kind of work back in chronological order from games that ended right before we came on the air. We'll stay with games that were in Las Vegas over at the Thomas and Mack Center where Boise State and San Diego State, the two co-favorites at three to one to win that tournament, play a very tight about what you would expect, a low-scoring game that is played at uh, 105 total points, easy under, but Boise State wins as a short dog, 53-52, Jeff. And uh, two teams you and I have not been been super impressed with, especially San Diego State, but has anything changed for you now on, on those two teams here going down the stretch final couple weeks? San Diego State, no. San Diego State not is... not surprised st- your answer is that. San Diego State <laughs> is still exactly what we thought they were. They are a horrible offensive team that plays pretty darn good defense, and that's probably not actually giving them the credit. They are still top five Ken Palm defense top. They're, they are very good defensively. Boise, the biggest thing, and we saw it, Emmanuel Aycock come back in the game after it looked like he mm-hmm. suffered a pretty bad foot injury in that first half. If Aycock is healthy and Shaver, and Shaver didn't even do anything today. They have, the Boise State is two players that could be problems. Now, It'll be interesting to see where, where, where all these Mountain West teams get seated. Because, to me, San Diego State actually is closer to the play-in game than they'll actually be seated, talent-wise. They'll probably be a te- an easy in 10 or 9 seed. Colorado State's probably an 8 seed after the way they looked in the Mountain West tournament. Unimpressive win against Utah State. Really a lackadaisical effort last night against the Aztecs, and they lose. Wyoming squarely on the bubble. I think they should be, and I think they've done enough. Maldonado... And EK is a, they're a really good combination when EK is actually uh, creating separation in the post as opposed to getting manhandled, which you saw at, at some times this year. Boise State is the only team in this league that I would be looking to bet on in the tournament. Um, Colorado State, if the matchup is right, but they, it, they, they've it, not been the you, same since the COVID pause, though. I mean, yeah, it's, it's yeah, been you, a, it, you, any team in the country, Jeff, that has been the starkest differential you, between first and you second. You take half. Roddy out of the game, they're very, it's going to be very hard for them to win. Even though I like their guards, you're 100% right. They were this high flying, great offensive team early. They're still top 30 offensive efficiency, but they are totally different now. But Boise's the one team in that league that I would look to play, especially with the right matchup. Hey, look, if they get drawn into the right thing as a six or a seven seed, them getting making the second weekend is not impossible. At Colorado State from 16 and one at the start of the year. Now, too, as we look at the bracketology coming into today, down to a seven seed. It still uh, would be fine. Entering the, the, the conference tournament championship game today, San Diego State would have been on the nine seed line with 
Boise State the six seed line and then Wyoming one of the last four in. We always joke, as Jeff, we do this every year. We, we look at some of these projected matchups and say, all right, what are what are just worst case scenario games that we would just we would be like, come on, committee. Memphis, Sandy, Memphis, San Diego State would be a pretty hilarious eight nine match. Oh, come on, that's easy. That's it. easy. Memphis would run them out of the building. Yeah, but it, you know how if it looks too easy, I would have no problem with that. No problem with that. Memphis has been Memphis has been I know they've great, been great since Bates has disappeared, and they won again today. I think they're going to be Houston tomorrow again, but we'll oh, we'll, we'll get, get that, that later. in a we'll little bit that. later. No, the look the one matchup, and I'll say this: if you're if again, no one from Indianapolis is watching us right now. It's a shame. Please, please, please do not give Murray State a stupid first-round matchup. And don't put them on the eight line. Because huh? Murray State is a legitimate top 20 team in the country. They are great. And knowing how the committee has seeded them in the past, they had to go undefeated to get a sixth seed about 10 years ago now. That team's really good. That's Lenardi a, has him on the eight line a, against a, a, Marquette. In Gonzaga's pod right now. Oh, that, that's a little bit Marquette, but that would be a nightmare. Uh, against Gonzaga for them. A Murray State Loyola first round matchup would annoy me. That I can tell you. Yeah, That's definitely yeah. in play. It, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're right on that. De- definitely in play. Well, speaking of, you mentioned Marquette, Big East team. Get your thoughts quickly as well on the Big East tournament final. Villanova team. It just has felt like they've played in crazy tight games the entire season. Villanova, they don't cover. There were some pushes out there depending on the number. A lot of money coming in on Creighton overnight from Nova minus seven down to minus six or six and a half. And it's Nova, who in this this very odd, low-scoring, throw-it-back type game at uh, Madison Square Garden, 54-48 to get the win, Jeff. And you look at where you know, these teams are likely to slot now. I mean, Villanova, still probably safely as, as a top three seed. Creighton uh, has at least played themselves into comfortable position in the tournament as more of a nine seed. That was at least the thought entering today. But been a very bizarre kind of final stretch here for Villanova where they went from, as we all kind of, Felt like with the experience they have, one of the top experienced teams in the country, very strong strength of schedule, would be in the mix for a potential run to the Final Four, depending on the region. And yet, I don't, I don't know what you've made of this last month, but it, uh, it, it's been some a lot of games like today where they have not looked very impressive or sharp for majority of the game, but Jay Wright's team time and again finds a way to, to get by in a lot of these Big East matchups, and they do so again tonight at MSG. Villanova to me, is just a team that is extraordinarily well-coached. Jay Wright is clearly a top-five coach in the country. There's no arguing that. I know we could have argued, argued, oh, is Jay Wright a disappointment at Villanova? Chris Jenkins changed that forever. The second title turned Jay Wright into an all-time great coach, period. They, to me, I love Gillespie. He's been there forever. This team's not going to beat themselves. They're gonna, they make their free throws better, as good as anyone. The one concern that I have is I just don't know if they have enough talent in order to realistically make a run past. They could make an Elite Eight in the right draw. I don't know if they're good enough to win four games in the tournament, Ben. Creighton, they're a year early. I thought this was going to be a bad year there in Omaha. Uh, You've known how I, I don't love Greg McDermott. I think he's an average coach. He's done a great job with this team. A year ahead of schedule, I thought they were going to miss the tournament pretty easily. Just making the tournament is an accomplishment for Creighton. It'll be fascinating to see their draw because they are absolutely draw-dependent on if they have a shot of winning a game in the tournament. And right. Heck, I mean, you know what? They're a little bit higher against a Week 2 seed. If they get a 7, not impossible they could beat a Week 2 seed. Has the feel of an 8-9 line. Yeah. They, 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 them, against, them against Murray State would be an annoying one, Ben. Yeah. 
All right. I mean, Lenardi's got him against North Carolina in an 8-9 match. Oh, that's it. Bet the over, guys. That should just be a, yeah. Uh, um, how many possessions can we get in that game? We'll get to your thoughts, Jeff, on, on the other couple of finals we saw. Already clinched earlier today. We had, we had some small. We had some large uh, conferences all decided. We're coming down to the wire, though, in Duke and Vatek. That's a big game. We'll keep tabs on here for the remainder as, look, uh, Vatek, they've been able to handle their nerve up seven right now, nine and a half to go as about... I'm seeing a four and a half point live favorite here on Duke as a Hanging five in. and a half or six point underdog. And we're nearing halftime at T-Mobile, UCLA and Arizona locked in a good one. Bruins by two with just over a minute to go. And uh, right now minus a point and a half live favorite. So look, a lot of craziness still to come tonight, even though we're past 10 o'clock on the East Coast. That's kind of what this week has been in a nutshell. We'll have more of those updates coming for you next. More thoughts on some of the earlier conference tournament championships games that have already been the Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Decided that is on the other side when we continue right here on VEASAN Bet Center. Day. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24 7 streaming daily best bet emails and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game in every round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts, including Greg Hoops Peterson, Matt Humans, Jonathan Von Topel, and Tim Murray. They have insights on every key team, conference, and player to watch from the favorites to the potential Cinderella. So sign up today to get the betting guide plus full access to VSIN through April 5th for only $19. That's at vcin.com slash madness. As we're back, it's vcin Bet Center, and we have another team punching their ticket, Jeff. Let's go. To the big dance. 
Those Bobcats of Montana State coming out of the big sky over northern Colorado. 87 66 is four, four and a half point favorites. Going to be betting the Bobcats, Jeff? Go Regular season champion of a conference that they were was two to, actually two to one to win that league. Was actually pretty good, all things considered, for that for that league. I thought the three best teams in that league were stacked on the same side of the bracket. And in the end, that that close game between Montana State and Weber State last night ended up being that was more of the conference championship game than tonight. No disrespect to Northern Colorado in a very nice season and made it to the conference championship. The shout out for the boys from Greeley. But uh, look, uh, in the end, the Bobcats, who are probably not going to be a team I'm going to be looking on and betting next week. No, you don't think. Uh, Next week. But uh, good on the Bobcats to win a regular season and a postseason crown. Whenever I think Big Sky, I just think. The Syracuse-Montana game. Yeah. Montana score probably the, the worst bet I've ever made in an NCAA tournament game. How many points did Montana score in that game? It was 81-39, right? I, Something terrible like that. I will look that up. I want to say that's that's what it was, uh, but I believe Montana was your classic, just trendy 13 seed. I fell for it. I went I went all in on Montana on Montana. A final against Syracuse. There is it was. I I don't remember the actual spread, but it was, they were getting a decent. Twenty sixteen or seventeen. Uh, tw- I was no, I was twenty thirteen. Oh, that was even longer. Ago well, yeah. Realized, final score: I... Syracuse eighty one, Montana thirty four. Oh, I remember. Was, oh my God, thirty four. It was one of the Short biggest beatdowns. Forty seven points. Yeah. By the way, where I will say this: Lenardi right now. Again, again, it's not. He's. Not, we know Joe is as great as he is as his job. Not the end all be all when it comes to right. this. But it's just more. It's convenient it's, for it's, us it's to most, It's him. most convenient yeah. because that's the one that's most populating the market yeah there are a ton of guys who do great work uh bracketology wise uh whatever fits your fancy go from there montana state is a 14 seed against wisconsin now that would be a scenario where i would look to bet the bobcats uh, that, team was, that, that is would be fl- interesting team that is flailing right now granted the one thing that wisconsin will have and again you got to keep this in mind as you're betting wisconsin is not gonna have to travel far they basically have to fact the home games in milwaukee assuming they're still on the mm. three line this uh for this tournament ben okay well, look, we we saw Montana State. They pushed. They took Colorado to overtime. That was the, the, on opening night, and ended up losing that game uh, in Boulder. But hey, team that finishes twenty six and seven wins their final six games of the year. Congratulations, very least. Absolutely. We'll see, we'll see the Bobcats going dancing. We continue to update you on what's happening at Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Vatek still by seven. Duke every time they've made a push, Jeff has not been able to get over the hump. Got it to within four a couple times. Sixty five fifty eight here. Seven fourteen to go as Duke lines up a wide open three and misses it around and out. That's kind of been the story of the night here for uh, for the Blue Devils at this point now, Jeff, just three of 15 from three. You know, it's looking pretty good right now, that second half under. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't bet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you did bet a hockey parlay. Would you yeah, like to tell the, us about that? Yes, the Kraken Blackhawks Devils money line <laughs> parlay that somehow wins uh, with two games going to shootouts and the Kraken, you, you buried the lead here, though. The Kraken beating the Canadiens in a seven-round shootout where the teams want to combine one of 14. <laughs> one of 14. <laughs> bad hockey team's going to bad was, hockey team. It was nil-nil into the 14th combined shot. Yeah, it's just so bad. Wow. Uh, that is interesting. But by, by the way, uh, just a few other housekeeping things yeah. with some of the games that are going right now. Uh, UAB still in control there at the star in uh, in Arlington, up double digits uh, more than midway through the second half. Again, if you're looking for teams to potentially bet on next week, and again, I'm again, not saying outright, just saying, hey, this might be a good team if we're getting a bunch of points, taking them with. UAB is one of those teams that is worth a good guard play, a coach that 
Look, Andy Kennedy is a very underrated coach in the grand scheme of yes. things. I thought he got a pretty raw deal at Ole Miss. I think he's a good coach. And you get an opportunity with that. Jordan Walker, one of their stars, having a big night with 21 right now, up 12 with 826 to go. Uh, the Islanders at Texas A&M Corpus Christi after a horrible Rhode start. Island time, have, Jeff. Have really, uh, really stabilized the ship there against the, uh, what is that, the Lions of Southeast Louisiana? Uh, Good job, Jeff. Good job. 35-30 there in the Southland Championship. Winner of that game will go to Dayton as a playing 16 seed in all likelihood. Uh, I'm sure you'll have a bet regardless. It depends on who they play. Well, I know you you bet the you bet one of the playing games last year in this in this in the uh, matchup of 16s, and I think you you did you take Mount State Marys? I know, I know, I know. I, 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 all I remember is Fairleigh Dickinson two years ago, yeah. and they and they got home, uh, or three years ago now, 2019. Anyway, a- a- Abilene Christian right now early lead uh, just down the road at Orleans, 10-8. Uh, Aggies at the line, though, to uh, tie this thing up. Uh, again, the Aggies are a much better basketball team. It's just a matter of how much Abilene Christian has left in the tank here. Right, yeah, fourth game in four nights there for ACU. Uh, UAB laying 10.5 live right now, up 11 at our under-8 uh, media timeout at the moment. One game, though, we can uh, we can mention as well, at the the Abilene-New Mexico State game just underway. Aggies minus 4.5 live. They were laying 5.5 there at close. Uh, and uh, and we also talked about that uh, Vatek duke still now. Vontek up, and they just uh, they just extended the lead to 10. So 70 to 60, now laying eight and a half live with five minutes to go. Do you want to get your thoughts, though, on the halftime line at T-Mobile? Because UCLA, has, as, you ta- as you pointed out, has really outplayed Arizona since going down early, 40 to 35 at the half. Uh, Arizona right now catching three points for the game. Our second half total here, Jeff, sits at 76. I think I'm just going to let this thing let this thing play out. I did end up betting UCLA money line before this game started, Ben. I did take a plus 125 at South Point uh, before this game started. I I think this is just a stay off of where it is. I have not, I really have not liked how Arizona's looked in, ever since the early goings of this game. And they miss Creasa. They actually miss Creasa right now. And and even though Matherin played well, Juzang's outplayed him. Juzang with 11 in that first half. But Look, again, this game means more to UCLA than it does to Arizona seating-wise. Arizona's locked in. They're the number two one seat. There's no arguing that anymore. They're, they're getting either the one in the south or the one in the Midwest, depending on if they'd rather go to Chicago or San Antonio. Uh, but for UCLA, again, we talked about it earlier in the show. I talked about it earlier in the week. Winning this conference tournament is very important for UCLA because if they win this conference tournament, Ben, to me, they are they are one of the ten best teams in the country. They should be on the three line. But with some of the results that have happened this week, it may be hard for them to move up to uh, to getting out of the West three line, but yeah. at least moving to a a three line or even a four where they don't have to be in the West, where that would be awfully important there for the Bruins. Again, Gonzaga is the death matchup for them. They can't, I don't they match up really badly with Gonzaga. But again, if you if you have to play them, I'd rather get them in the round of eight than the round of sixteen. More 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 right uh, less rest. Got a shot to take them out. Oh, and we saw a couple of teams earlier today as we kind of continue to work through some of these earlier conference championship final results where we had two teams who could have could easily have a case to be on, if not the one seed line, certainly blocks for the two seed line in Texas Tech and Kansas where uh, KU pulls away late. They cover as a two and a half point favorite. Uh, but this is a game that certainly impacted, as you talk about, Jeff, these teams in the, the top eight, top 10 mix where both by, by virtue of making it to their conference tournament finals, we're, we're always going to be in this mix, Jeff. It was just a matter of who would actually get the hardware there in Kansas City. And uh, Kansas does it again, winning that tournament. It's, it, they've been 
either in the final, it's felt like we're winning that, that, that thing outright just about every year over the past couple decades now under Bill Self, but they win it again in, in a game that uh, does go over the 134 and a half total here at uh, 7465. But again, though, for tech, we still saw a lot of positivity out of Texas Tech, a team that was so undervalued after Chris Beard left in the offseason. Great job done by Mark Adams. It's just you, you, you do it at the same time, though, Jeff, because they've been one of those trendy potential sleeper teams to actually win it all. How can Texas Tech match up with some of these truly elite top teams? I want to flip it real quick. Look at Kansas first before looking yeah. at Texas Tech, because Kansas is going to be a one seed. They're probably going to be the third one seed. They'll get either Chicago or San Antonio, whatever Arizona doesn't want. Kansas is a team that is very susceptible to going out early in this tournament because they're just not that good defensively, and they lack depth. And that's kind of been the problem for Self these last few years, where other than that Final Four team where they got to the Final Four and Villanova ran them out of San Antonio, he has struggled to have depth on these teams. And that, I think, can really hurt Kansas. And they get the wrong – they get Murray State in around the 32. That's going to be – that could look a lot like that Wichita-Kansas game a few years back where Wichita as a seven smoke Kansas as a two seed. Wouldn't shock me if that were to happen. Uh, so I'm going to go on a limb and say you, you, are, those, you are crossing off Kansas of, of the those, number one. Of trust. those four, I trust them the least of the four, even though Baylor, again, has their issues, mm-hmm. even though I trust them a little bit more because they play better defense than Kansas. Texas Tech-wise, Texas Tech-wise it's very simple. They're very likely going to be in – they're going to either be with Arizona or Gonzaga. They do not have enough punch to beat Gonzaga. They just don't have enough score. And they go through too many dry spells. Arizona, they could absolutely beat. If they're in Arizona's region, especially if it's in San Antonio, look out. Mm. I don't like them. If, they, if they're in the West, they could get to the Elite Eight and yeah. lose to Gonzaga. Though. Red Raiders. Losing good team. The, losing Very the Big 12 final, team. but yes. Uh, Very good right team again. Spots ahead. All right. Under four timeout in, in uh, Brooklyn. Last chance for the Dukies. Down 10. What will happen? We'll update you on that on the other side here on Visa and Bet Center. This is Beth Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Game on, play the Yingling bracket battle and bring the goods. Make your college hoops picks before the tournament's first tip off and take a free shot at a share of $60,000 in cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Yingling now to join the action. Yingling, lager up. And bring the goods. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Logger up. That's uh, Jeff Parles. Your calling card right now after your NHL parlay somehow somehow comes yeah, home hey, north hey, of the border. Logger up, Jeff. Hey, look at that. Ben Wilson not even needing to ask the pronouncer of Yangling. I, you know, I'm you, you're, you're, mediocrely you, experienced in you, fine... You, 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 alcoholic beverages. You, uh, you, you've, uh, you're west of the line of demarcation, though, for where Yingling is uh, still sold. I'm aware of that. Yeah, but See? yeah, you know, we're look, we're we're in Las Vegas. Big Jeff, fan okay? of Yingling right here for we, me. I, I, good beer. Wish it was out here. Maybe we'll get it. Maybe we'll get Kolsch to. Uh, there we go. Sponsor. There we go. Spot. <laughs> the DraftKings sponsor up next. I don't know. We'll see if uh, if, if it goes that direction. In the meantime. Uh, continuing the quick updates here. We are underway. Second half at T-Mobile Arena, just down the street from us at our Circus Sportsbook Studios. UCLA up five on Arizona, 40-35 to 35 as a short two-and-a-half-point underdog as we start the second half. UCLA at, at the moment laying one-and-a-half as we start. Half number two. Meanwhile, Vatek and Duke. Ah, the struggles for Duke continues. It, the more we watch this, Jeff, it's pretty obvious. It's not the Blue Devils' night here. And uh, down 11, 255 to go. Just missed the first 
of two at the line from Paolo Boncaro, who does have 19 points tonight, but it has been a struggle for the Dukies. And we are probably past the point of no return here. In-game numbers, maybe the last chance you can get in on this at, on the on the books who offer the continuous betting. Minus 10 and a, nine and a half or 10 and a half here right now uh, on Vatech. Here's our numbers uh, there we saw on uh, UCLA, Arizona. But hey, you said you said at, uh, at the, it was what, the plus five mark was probably worth getting in on Duke. Did you end up? Taking Duke live here, Jeff. I, I did, did you lay but off? look, okay. it's just one of those where you just have to. You lose, you lose. So be it. I mean, that is. You take you, you, you going against a team that's shooting legitimately seventy percent from three when the bet was made. So, just one of those where you tip your cap and move to the next one. So uh, Duke three of seventeen from three. Vatek uh, only ten of twenty-one. So but they've cooled kind off. of cooled off. Like they kind of cooled off. They've completely cooled off. They were they were ten of fourteen. They were ten of fourteen. But now look. Vatek's up 12, and, and again, I say I, I said this before, Ben, but this week for the power conference teams that are not in, to the, in the tournament or on the bubble going in and go out and prove in their conference tournament, no matter how mediocre the ACC may be this year, I respect the heck out of this, what Vatek has done this week in Brooklyn. Take care of your business. You beat a Notre Dame team that was kind of on the bubble with you, and quite frankly, Notre Dame probably doesn't deserve to be in, but they'll get in. They handled North Carolina yesterday, and they've really, like, there's been no doubt. They've been the better team this whole game against Duke, who, again, Duke is now tw- twice in a week, two just very mediocre, bizarro efforts from Duke. Now, the last game of Coach K against UNC, obviously to lose that outright. Now, this where they've been thoroughly outplayed by, look, the Hokies are playing well, but Montek's nowhere near the caliber of what this Duke team is. And they've been thoroughly outplayed the whole night. And Hokies around 10 to 1 to win this ACC tournament. About get him as high as plus 240, I'm seeing in, in some of the markets. Money line in this game specifically. And it leads us into, we'll, we'll do the continue our discussion from last segment on which number one seed do you trust the most, Jeff, here in a second. But let's also play the game of Vontek win. Obviously would make them an auto qualifier. They were a first four or next four out team coming into this weekend. I was going to say, let's play the game of which of these last four-in teams gets uh, gets their bid taken by Vatek getting in here. Where the last four-in, just to, just to say it for our, our purpose, at least of Joe Lenardi's bracketology, Wyoming, Michigan, SMU, Xavier, the, the current last four-in. First four off, in. of all those teams, the bottom of the last three you mentioned, Michigan, SMU, Xavier, they should not be in. None of those three should. I, mean, be. I don't know how you. I don't know how Michigan is in Michigan, the position they are in right Michigan, now. Michigan, look, Michigan is is on the right side because the Big Ten has technically all these quality wins. I don't care that you beat Ohio State the last week of the year, or Penn State, where Ohio State couldn't hold a double digit lead on a neutral against Penn State. I don't care. Ohio State's a great fade in round one, by the way. Uh, so oh, Va- I can't wait. To, I so can't so wait for so Vontek goes in. Uh, you you can put those back up there re- real quick because I'm gonna I'm gonna draw from from this list on uh, that's on the screen. Wake Forest should be out. They shouldn't even be in the just, first. Just just send them to get the moon. Get, just get, get get them out of there. You lose the Boston College. You don't deserve to get in. Sorry, Eagles. Vontek moves in. Xavier should definitely be out. I would argue that Texas A&M and Oklahoma both should be in over Michigan and and SMU. Oklahoma is much better than. If you had Oklahoma, let, let's just do this from a gambling perspective here, Ben. If you had Oklahoma against SMU and Dayton, who's favored in that game? Oh, that's easy. I mean, say, just say. I mean, OU is, and that would probably get bet to like a three-point favorite. I, I would argue OU should be five in that game. You put OU against Xavier, that line would be tighter. 
But I can guarantee you I bet Oklahoma in that game. Oklahoma, Michigan, I would make Oklahoma a one-point favorite in that game. That's a little bit. That's very tight. Texas A&M, based off this week, and again, the one weird thing with Texas A&M is they were actually in pretty reasonable shape to have, like, a real chance, and then they lost eight straight games in SEC play, and then they bounced back at the end of the year. They got they, they found it again. They won two of their last three going into Tampa, and then now this week they've now beaten Florida, who was on the bubble going into the week. A terrible team anyway, but they got it done. You were very happy to see that result. Well, I, well, I also bet A&M a bunch in that game, and the <laughs> fact that it got the overtime was infuriating, and then the kid throws uh, in the ridiculous three at the horn. Yeah. They really, I looked the last two days, like they dominated Auburn up until the last three minutes of the game when Auburn made at least an attempt to get back in the game. And in Arkansas, they dominated the whole game today. Arkansas got it back to four at the beginning of the second half, and then before you knew it, right back up to 13. A&M should be in. And I will say this, if you're just doing this from a betting perspective real quick. I, tomorrow, I'm going to bet A&M again. I bet A&M every single game in this tournament. Uh, money lined up against Florida and then took points today and took points uh, yesterday. I'm going to take seven, seven and a half against, uh, against Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee, the one other thing that's kind of happened this week is you're going to start seeing some teams that make some runs in the conference tournaments that were already pretty high seeds anyway, move up. Tennessee, like, if you're Gonzaga, you want Tennessee to win tomorrow and move up to be the last two. Because there is no, the way Tennessee plays and the talent they have against Gonzaga, Gonzaga would run them off the court if that was a 1-2 East uh, West Regional Final. So that is another thing to look at. By the way, it's seven right now at DraftKings. Uh, I There's would, a couple shops at seven, mostly still six and a half, I, but you would we have seen early ima- Tennessee money. Yeah, I would imagine this closes seven. I, I think that's probably about right, but I would very happily take seven with the Aggies again, Ben. But look, this is, yeah. again, we won't know until, the, of course, the lines get released. You'll see the lines get released at, at, at six o'clock Eastern right here on VEASAN as they come out. Uh, we're going to have a great crew for that, as always, on the Bracket Reveal Show. But 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 in the end, Ben, it just really does come down to uh, draws more than anything with these last few teams in, and be interesting to see what the teams, which teams end up in Dayton, and how they all end up getting seated out here. Just for what it's worth, as part of this discussion, and it's just from basic Ken Palm ratings: Oklahoma thirty, SMU fifty-four, Xavier sixty. Hence our discussion, just yeah. from a very basic perspective of why we would certainly favor Oklahoma. Uh, it's over at Barclays, and this thing ended up being a no-sweater for the Hokies. Route. <laughs> I mean, wow. So second time in, in as many weeks for Coach K and the Duke Blue Devils uh, laying an egg in this spot. Your final score here is, is Virginia Tech wins their first ever ACC tournament title, and they do it you know, in the end here, Jeff. At closing five-and-a-half or six-point underdogs, Pretty dominant fashion, 82-67. Total goes well over. And uh, a look, for for Duke, a team that had kind of begun, began to build a lot of futures buzz heading into the final week of the regular season. Tough couple of games for them down the stretch. And now Vatek will assuredly knock out, as we've just now someone's, confirmed, someone's one of those out. last four in teams. Yeah, and look, and again, all the credit to Vatek here. They knew they, they knew they had to at least get to the final. They give themselves a chance. Make it easy on the committee. You're in. And now, they're an interesting seeding team because they went from probably, they went from out of the tournament at the beginning this week to they end up on an 8-9 line. It wouldn't shock me. 
because, again, the Power Five conferences get overrated in this. So I wouldn't be stunned if they get they get up to an 8-9 line. Again, I'd be looking to bet against them in the first game in the tournament if they get up to the 8-9 line. But we'll see. For Duke, though, again, man, it's kind of just what they are. They're very untrustworthy. Their effort is not consistent. And, they again, I know their defensive metrics look good. They're a terrible defensive team. I don't care what the metrics say. Just watch them play. They don't play defense. And look, we, we've said it for a while. Coach Kate hasn't really done much coaching in the last 10 years. They're a team that could, again, they could, they're going to be playing a lot of eight on five in this upcoming tournament, as you and I know. But, <laughs> but That is accurate. But I, this team, even though they have top five talent, they go out in the first weekend. That wouldn't shock anyone. Wouldn't shock anyone. Of the top 12 teams, at least in Ken Palm, Duke, far and away the worst defensive team. And, and that's even with the metrics being a lot kinder to them than you and I both believe they really should be. So Duke uh, is the loser. Virginia Tech wins the ACC tur- tournament title. We'll lead that into the conversation of which number one seed coming into the big dance do you trust the most? We'll talk about that update the rest of the scores next on VEASAN Bet Center. This is Bet Center on VSN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. Is this segment of VSN Bet Center is brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. If you've been looking for the right opportunity to switch up your nicotine, now there is a 10 day challenge to give you a fresh start, helping you to walk away from ashtrays, spit cups, and vapes. It's called the Zinn 10 Challenge. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a satisfying, smoke free, spit-free nicotine alternative, and they're available in 10 varieties and two strengths. The Zin 10 Challenge is a risk-free way to try Zin nicotine pouches, and if you don't enjoy your experience with Zin after 10 days, you'll get your money back. So head on over to Zin.com slash 10 to take the Zin 10 Challenge. That's Z-Y-N.com slash 10. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. As we're back, Beeson Bet Center. Game's coming down to the wire. Back with Jeff Parles, who I know is actively betting on a lot of live action. Ben Wilson with you. All I got right now, I, all I got right now are the Islanders. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. 
I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And the Bruins, that's we're, it. we're still on island time. I know that's daylight savings tomorrow. We spring forward, which is nice for us as guys who like to play golf, Jeff. We actually have sunlight now, late in the day, which is good. Uh, but you you are packing the uh, the Islanders of A&M Corpus Christi. There's a bunch of conference tournament games going on, and we have another team punching their ticket to the big dance. It is 0.3 seconds away from being official at the Star in Frisco, where UAB, the two-seed in Conference USA, I mean, Jeff, they have the, the absolute whirlwind of a triple overtime game yesterday in the semifinal round, take out Middle Tennessee 102-98. And after that, they are still able to come out next day, take off, Take out third-seeded Louisiana Tech. 82-73, your final. They're storming the AAU-like setup at the star with the, with the multiple courts in use at the same time. Uh, UAB Blazers, they are back, Jeff, in the big dances. They win uh, tonight, and cover is a three or a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Well, good on UAB. Again, the two best teams in that league the whole year were them and North Texas. North Texas... Uh, Scored a hearty 36 points yesterday. That'll do it. And uh, got themselves eliminated by Louisiana Tech. But look, good on UAB, who was the pre-tournament favorite as well, depending on the book. Yeah, some books said a buck fifty or yeah. So. Some books said North Texas. Some books said UAB. If you shopped around properly, you could have probably got about plus 175 on the Blazers at some at some books. But good on Andy Kennedy. Good on this team. They're probably they will uh, be a 14 or a 13 seed, I, I would guess, and that is. Not going to be a particularly easy draw, especially if they end up on that 14 line. I mean, their metrics have them equal, on par with Notre Dame and BYU. No, they're, I mean, look, that, look, they've, like, they they had they're, like, legitimately solid team. They beat St. Louis on the road earlier this no, year. Look, they're 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 good and a good I, coach, as you mentioned, Andy yes. Kennedy, formerly at Ole Miss. Yeah, they're very they're, look. They're very good offensively. They're top. They're going to be top 30 offensive. They're going to move up from 29 after this performance, putting 83 uh, in a limited possession game on on Louisiana Tech. But look, Ben, they are, if they end up on the 14 line, that three seed that draws them, that's just a brutal draw. But look, we have seen UAB in the past as a 14 seed win a tournament game. Uh, uh, hello, Iowa State <laughs> in what was one of the more perplexing upsets we've ever I seen. Still, I still don't know how Drott they Haas that got game. The, Drott Haas got the Stanford job because of that upset. But uh, look, again, this is a, it's a fun time of year as always. But good on UAB, and it's it's good it's good when a clear high caliber team actually gets through even though UAB was technically the two seed behind two seed out of whatever division they were in behind North right. Texas uh we're clearly North Texas and UAB were clearly the two best teams all year long one a one b in that league and UAB gets there it's good it's, it's good when that happens split against North Texas who is another in top 50 Ken Palm team basically the whole year the mean green one at St. Louis, the Chaffetz Center, earlier in the season. Lost a two-point game on a neutral court to the Dons of San Francisco, who we believe are going to be in the tournament as well as an at-large. So, uh, to me, seems like seems like the seeding will probably be, yeah. probably not fit the actual skill level of that team. Just depends on who they draw, Jeff, and a, a team that's the 12th best three-point shooting team in the country. If they draw a team, we've just talked about some of these teams who don't really play defense on the perimeter, who will be highly seeded. 
that could be a, a recipe for disaster for one of those uh, top seeds. Yeah, teams. it wouldn't shock me by tomorrow that UAB's ranked ahead of Providence and Ken Palm because the analytics hate Providence <laughs> more than any team in the history of if, college basketball. If we somehow were to get a Providence UAB and UAB would be favored. Oh, I, well, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you right now. If I get Providence. Hey, remember, if, we, had, we had the Conference USA, Middle Tennessee, Minnesota, 512, where Middle Tennessee was favored by three uh, five years ago. We remember that, that, was, that game, no, right? That was, that was, and they won handily. That was proper. That Middle Tennessee was favored <laughs> that in that great. game over one of the weakest five seeds you'll ever see. But, no, that would be one of those. If you end up with Providence and, and UAB, I can guarantee you I know what side I will be on in that game. Uh, I'll not be on the Blazers if that's you the matchup. I will be on Providence be on, in that you game. You will not be on be, the Blazers of UAB. Hey, UAB uh, gets it done. Speaking of uh, these, this whole conversation, Jeff, of who do you you trust the most you, uh, of these of the protected one seeds? We're not talking about top three, four seeds in general, but of the one seeds, you've made it clear you don't, of, of the group of current projected number one seeds, Kansas is not one you trust the most, certainly because of Correct. some of their, their lack of depth, weaknesses on defense that they have shown this year. So of those other three, who who is your pick right now of the team you find most trustworthy? I mean, it has to be Gonzaga, right? And it just has to be because Baylor has injury issues still. They just lost to Oklahoma in the Big 12 quarters. Again, Oklahoma's a good basketball team. That's probably not going to make the tournament because they have too many losses. Arizona, look, again, after watching them last night in person, and I know Kirk Kreese didn't play, but I, I don't know what to fully make of this team. And this is a team that could legitimately end the season 31 and 3. Like in any other year, this Arizona team's the number one overall seed. Down uh, four right now, do you feel like and, and, and ben, early I'm, second half? Ben, I'm sitting here with 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 sixteen to one and fourteen to one earlier in the season to win the national championship. I would love it if the Wildcats cut down and that's in New Orleans. I I'd I'd be making a bunch of cash if that happened. But there's just something about him. I don't know I don't know if it's the youth. I don't know if it's I don't know. I don't know if I don't. I don't know if it's that I don't fully trust Tommy Lloyd because of some weird end of game rotations that we've seen in bigger games. But I, I don't know. Something's missing with Arizona. Granted, I do trust them second of the one seeds. But Gonzaga is your easy answer. That's the one seed yeah. to trust right now. Look, if there's a year where a champion's not coming from the one one line. This would be the year that a champion would not come from the one well, line. It's funny you say that because it's hard for us to do this full exercise without knowing the bracket yet, since it's not obviously going to be released here for a little under 24 hours. But from the game theory perspective of filling out a bracket, being in a pool where you are trying to win money, you, you know, the number one thing is always do not pick the chalky, do not pick Gonzaga, essentially, if you are going to be in a bracket pool because you, you, know, you want the most outs to, to give yourself a position to, to have that lesser pick top team. So, of the one seeds, it kind of feels like Arizona is is that team that if you want to go out on a limb this year, because a lot of people, as you're pointing out, Jeff, will write them off because of the youth, one of the youngest teams in the country, because of the first-year head coach factor with Tommy Lloyd. So Arizona could certainly be a candidate for if you are trying to kind of game theory or a bracket pool this year. That, to me, Jeff, is an obvious candidate, but you also you point out there could be some teams deeper down that uh, might get sprinkled in much more than in years past where, where normally you're just trying to figure out, all right, who is everybody picking and what teams are at least logical that I can go against and, and put myself in a position to, at the very least, hedge out in the Final Four? I mean, you can say that about anything at this point, Ben. 
you you be able to be able to play it out the whole way that you, however you want to here. I, I will say Houston this. was my team last year. That, was, I, well, that, that well, worked well. Well, again, for Houston last year, it, it's a it's an accomplishment to make the Final Four. It's an even better accomplishment when you don't beat a single yes. non-double-digit team to get to said Final Four. Uh, but <laughs> but but look I, again. Hey, it's a, it's it, not about it's no, not about the cash. journey, Jeff. You it's about the end you, result. You cash. That's all that matters. But look, I, 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 I'll say this though. Because, and I've said this with with everything in the way of in the way of uh, of just betting futures in general, unless if there are numbers that you just think are clearly not going to be there when the tournament exists, like when I bet Auburn earlier in the year, that number even with their troubles, Auburn's never going to hit sixteen to one again. Like I bet them. Same deal with Arizona. Arizona's mostly five to one, six to one right now. You got Gonzaga early, early at six to one. You're never seeing that number again. But. It's just so hard to really handicap all these teams until we see the region. What happens if the committee does something ridiculous and somehow stacks Gonzaga's region? Then all of a sudden it's like, wow. Okay, we're sitting here with Gonzaga with, oh, I don't know. What happens if it's Kentucky is the two, Texas Tech is the three, and UCLA is the four? And Murray State is the eight. And, well, I, they, they would beat Murray State. But, 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 but even so, but, but, but like, what if that were to happen? Could you see it? That is a scenario that oh, yeah. I would say unlikely, but not impossible, that we could see the committee totally butcher, oh, we had to put UCLA as the four in the West because that was the close one. Oh, gee, great. You're going to put the best four with the best one. That's brilliant and fair to Gonzaga. But you, it really is difficult. Like, there are a lot of people today that I saw tweeting that, oh, the last chance to get a, great, a good number on UCLA. Guess what? If UCLA is the four seed with Gonzaga, I don't want that ticket. I don't want that Fair ticket. Fair point. Why, they're not, not beating Gonzaga. They can match up horribly with them. Well, there are a lot of Arizona fans behind us here at the Circus Sportsbook. Just, a, just got a big end one from Christian Coloco to retake the lead. 21-15 start to the second Very half. impressive. Wildcats up 56-55 at our under-12 media timeout, laying two or two and a half, which is basically uh, your closing number. So as we roll into hour three, good game in the Pac-12 as we'll track down to the wire. We have a halftime line to bring you in the WAC final up next, and we'll give you a preview. Final game still to come tonight. Big West that tips off in about a half hour. That is all to come along with our guy Dwayne Colucci joining the show. Racing Sportsbook Director over at the ramp. This is Director over at the ramp. This is I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.